Okay. Senator Durbin, how are you this morning? Oh, a little blurry-eyed from staying up to watch the final. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, it's just great. I understand that was a pretty good game. I was resting comfortably during that. <laughs> it was a seesaw battle, went into overtime, and it literally came down to the last 30 or 40 seconds. So Virginia triumphed. The score looks, what, six, seven points, but it was really nip and tuck all the way. Well, that's good to hear that Texas Tech held their own in that, and Virginia now the... Uh holding the national title. So that's a good thing. We need to get Illinois back in that tournament. So hopefully... I was going to say, you know, <laughs> trivia question, uh, I guess we had Loyola last year. Uh, when was the last, well, I don't even want to reflect on the last time that uh, Illinois made it to the Final Four. I know they did one time. I went well, to, I think, St. Louis. They played in St. Louis. It's It's been a while. We'll just put it that it way. It has been. So we'll yep. get them back in it. Senator, how you doing? Uh, you've been uh, in Illinois recently, haven't you? Tell us what you've been up to. I've been coming back every weekend uh, for as long as I've served, and it, I get a lot of frequent flyer miles, as you can imagine, but I really <laughs> feel like uh, Illinois is home. A lot of my colleagues pick up and move to Washington. Uh, that's their decision. Sometimes a family situation requires it, particularly if they have young kids. Uh, but, you know, coming back and forth, I, I kind of get a feel for what's happening at home. The one thing that I focused on this last weekend was my new bill on caregivers. You know, I started reflecting on the fact that my son and his wife were about to have a new baby, and as soon as they learned the baby was on the way, they called for daycare. They had a daycare facility, and they jumped right in to get in the queue in the line for great daycare service uh, where they live in Chicago. And I think, well, that's interesting. The, the first decision they make is not to call the grandparents, but to call the daycare center <laughs> yeah. and, well, and, and try to get in line. You've got to get in line for all this Absolutely. stuff. So, yeah. And, and so from the beginning moment when this new little girl is on her way uh, to uh, the whole continuum of life, time and again we need caregivers, good, caring, competent, well-trained people to take care of the people that we dearly love on this earth. And I think it's time for us to wake up to reality. As we have baby boomers aging, as we have more and more people struggling with illnesses later in life, we're going to need more and more caregivers that are, who are good and affordable, uh, and that means looking at this with fresh eyes. So I've joined in with some legislation uh, uh, with my colleagues here in, in the Senate to start thinking about a caregiver's core, a caregiver's program uh, that really starts training people for these vital roles in the lives of our families. Okay. Well, the president and Kirsten Nielsen uh, parted company this week. What's your take on what's going on here? I, I don't want to... Uh, you know, jump up and down here uh, with joy because there's no reason for it. But I called for her resignation as soon as the details came out on the zero tolerance policy. Our government forcibly removed 2,800 children from their parents at the border last year and then put them in a bureaucratic sea adrift. And when the federal courts finally said, reunite these children with our parents, it took months. We still have over 100 kids who have not been reunited, who were separated over a year ago. That is ghastly. I cannot imagine the impact that will have on these children. Now we're told the president has fired Nielsen, who was executing this plan, and wants to return to it. 
after he had abandoned it last year. We cannot manage this immigration challenge with anger and tweets and chaos and changing leadership every other day. Uh, it, it has to be done in a thoughtful, comprehensive way, and we've got to have both sides sit down at a table and achieve this. The president just doesn't get this. He thinks if he's tough and tougher, that they'll solve the problem. People will stop coming. These are desperate people. We've got to go to the source of the problem. We've got to deal with it honestly. What do you think about the change at Secret Service? I woke up this morning and read the paper on that. Oh, I think we're going to lose him here. Boy, and I was going to ask him about Pete Judiges. too. It appears that he's just decapitating the leadership in the Department of Homeland Security. Well, it's still here. yeah. It sounds like he wants to, uh, and this is what some of the uh, network people were pontificating about last night. It sounds as though he wants to just go with acting heads of a lot of these departments. You know, it's hard to establish a policy and have continuity. It's almost impossible to negotiate with an administration on some uh, long-term solutions, medium-term solutions, if the cast of characters on the other side of the table just keeps changing. Uh, The president kind of likes this, and I I think he's, from the management point of view, it is not a thoughtful approach. We have these acting, I mean, his chief of staff demanded that his title be acting chief of staff. The secretary of defense acting Secretary of Defense. Uh, time and again, people in critical positions uh, are, are really not uh, being reviewed and vested in this position with authority. Pete Buttigieg, what did you, you think of him over the last couple of days? He got some pretty good publicity I, there for a while. You know, I invited him last year to speak to the Democratic Day at the Illinois State Fair. Biden canceled at the last minute with laryngitis. Yeah. I called Buttigieg over in South Bend, Indiana, and he came in 48 hours later, and he was a big hit. And I, I sent him a, a text after he was on Meet the Press on Sunday. He's a very impressive young man, 37 years old, mayor of a, uh, South Bend, Indiana, 120,000 population. He may be the most articulate of the whole uh, you know, roster of candidates. <laughs> Doesn't have as much experience, but, man, he's a smart fellow, and I'm glad he's in the race. He's attracting a lot of attention. He sure is. All right, uh, Senator Durbin, I know you've got a big day today, and I know that the uh, Attorney General is going to be on the Hill today. What do you think about he will that? Be. Well, he's coming over to the House uh, today and then to the Senate tomorrow. And obviously a lot of questions will be asked about the Mueller inquiry, even more so than his budget. It's time for him to release it. And I, I hope he releases the whole thing if he has to redact some portions of it. Let's see if there's some other way that we can make them public. Taxpayers paid for this. It was a focus of attention for two years. Uh, let's see what it has to say. I, th- I think that that's the only fair way to bring this to a conclusion. All right, Senator. Thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. All right. Nice talking to you, Dave. Okay, Bye-bye. take care. We got more coming up on DWS.